people people are used to our mouth sounds. It's fine. It's totally fine. Our mouth sounds? Mouth sounds. Ugh, that's even worse than mouth feel. Yeah, it made me think of mouth feel. Mouth sounds. Well, well, because they can't feel our mouths. Not through the... My not dog, through their ears. My dog Ew. is very old. And he makes mouth sounds. <laughs> and his mouth sounds sound just like his butt sounds. Oh. So sometimes when he's making loud mouth sounds, when he's like... Oh, Garper. I think like, oh God, oh God. Is it happening inside the house? Oh no. Because he can't control himself very well anymore. Oh... Are we recording? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did I just share that bit of information with... You did. You just sharing Garper's business all over the internet. So should we talk about what we have here on the table? Sure. We have a bottle of... Frixinet. I should not have started with that one. Of wine, I'll say. Yeah, it's a, it's a red wine called Mia. And it's described as... Fruity and full-bodied. Which was the um, alternate title to this podcast. <laughs> this is from Spain. It's a 2019. My downstairs neighbor gave it to me because um, a cat sat for her, and her cat's name is Mia. Oh, so she got you the corresponding wine. Exactly. Oh, nice. She likes a beverage. We have a big pitcher of water here in this beautiful jug. Mm. Where did this jug come from? What sort of boot? A very exclusive boutique. boutique. Could this mm, come from? Called IKEA. Oh, IKEA. Yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you've heard of it. I don't know. It's very exclusive. You have to make an appointment, don't you? Yeah. Use the buzzer to come in. Mm, mm, Only the cream of the cre- mm. creme de la creme can get in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we have a big Tupperware thing of cornbread. Yes, thank you for the cornbread. That's what that's what my mouth sound is right now. Is me eating cornbread. Mouth sound. Mm. Mm-hmm. How's the mouth feel? Of the cornbread. It's good. Not too grainy, not too soft. All right. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. You know what I put in it this time? It's good texture. You know what I put in this time? To like give it that good, good that texture. That you don't put in usually? Yeah. What? Sweet potato. Don't you usually put in sweet potato? Or no, you usually do mm-hmm. pumpkin. Yeah, I normally put in pumpkin. But I didn't have a pumpkin easily, <laughs> like, accessible, accessible to me. I don't know. It's good. So I steamed a sweet potato and put that in there inside. It's lovely. Time. Yeah, it's real good this time. I'm having it with my Earl Grey. Oh, the flavor, the flavor, and the texture. Yeah, it's all very good. Um, it is another cold summer day in Iceland. Mm. When you do your food podcast, mouthfeel. When I do my food podcast? You're going to do a food podcast one day. What? You're going to call it mouthfeel. Mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yeah, no, I, I like mouthfeel. Like mouthfeel? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oops. Just put that in your back pocket. Save it for later. Yeah, it's been a lovely summer. No, it's not. It's been terrible. Oh, right. You didn't go away. <laughs> oh, oh, right. <laughs> You've been here the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, and Ricky Vicks. It's been lovely on the water. Oh, you don't own a yacht. I forget. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, Ricky Vicks had a kind of sucky summer. It's had terrible. It's been cold and rainy. We had three days of good weather. It hasn't been super cold lately, though. I had to... It's been cloudy, but not cold. I had to twist my kids' arms to get them out of the house on mm. those three sunny days. Really? Yeah. They had. They were so yeah. conditioned <laughs> to like, waking up and living their like summer lives inside the house. I had to be like, no, guys. No, this is, this is the way it's supposed to be. All those times I said you should be inside, I was lying. <laughs> 
was just trying to make you feel better about our circumstances. <laughs> you take their heads and turn. Look, there is sun. <laughs> and they're like gray, pale little eyes. We're like, Papa, it's too bright. It hurts my retinas. <laughs> they go outside glowing. <laughs> it's, like those, it's like those children in, what was it called? Was it called Us? Where they had like the duplicates oh, underground. Yeah. Did you watch that? No, I didn't. No. Mm-hmm. Good one. No. Oh, the really good one. Oh. Yeah, maybe there's someone living like a sunny summer elsewhere that's like my our doppelganger. Mm. And they're just keeping us here to like harvest their organs if they need them. That's another movie. I can't remember which movie that one is. Like in that book, uh, Never Let You Go. It's uh, the guy who wrote Remains of the Day. Why can't I think of his name? Remains of the day. Oh, uh... Oh, my gosh. But he, anyway, he wrote the book, Never Let You Go, and it's about this couple, and they're both, like, those people. The, oh, like the backups? They're the spare organ spare parts. people. Yeah. And they're just, like, living their lives. Oh. But they know that they're, like, just clones of other people. Oh. And that one day, that person is going to need some major organ, and that's it. Do you ever have the, that feeling, like, that you are, like, an extra in no. someone else's life? No. Come on. You're the star. It's not a super exciting show, but yeah, I'm the star. But it's the Lydia show nonetheless. It's the Lydia show. Nothing really spectacular ever happens, but yeah, it's my show. Tune in if you want. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Not Not my problem. I don't have to watch it. (laughs) Exactly. Um, What are we going to talk about? I can't remember now. Oh, yeah, the summer. I like everything that's happening in the summer. So we meant to make... I want to say we meant to make at least two other episodes before this one. Mm-hmm. One about going to Sky Lagoon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And one about our summer adventures. And then we were going to have some, I think, some totally different for now. But yeah. since we didn't get around to making those other two episodes, here we are. Okay. So do you remember anything about your visit to Sky Lagoon? I do. Ago? I do. I do. I do. <laughs> that we meant to make an episode about. Well, first of all, it should be said... That you were working on, like, the marketing for it for a little while, right? Yeah, I was. So you actually know some stuff about it, but we're not... Kind of. We're not being, like, paid to promote it or anything like well, that. Well, no, but I <clears throat> I was just doing, like, some light... Um, Copy work, right? Yeah, I don't even think I wrote anything for them. I think... Oh, yeah, you, like, translated I think stuff? the stuff had already been written. Yeah. And I was just making sure it didn't sound too crazy. Mm. And I was doing subtitles, a translator, uh, translating subtitles. Then you helped me with that because I was like, I don't know what this dude's talking about. Because he was he was older, and he was also like using like little idioms that I was like not familiar with. I was like, I don't know what's he mean by that. Oh yeah, there was some like ancient. He was saying something about I think trying to explain how the technique he uses to build turf houses is like old. Yeah. But he used some word, and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I don't remember what the literal translation was, but it's hard to translate stuff like that sometimes because <clears throat> we don't have a vocabulary in English about building turf houses because no, no, we, don't. we don't build turf houses. You know what I mean? I so when he, so like, he was like, no. first I have to, to sledge the nary way <laughs> and up into the flizzulat. Of course I use a number six clabber <laughs> and not a number seven clabber because who would use a number six clabber with this kind of bechamel? Yeah, I was like, oh no man. And for some reason, you know, we don't have an official translator at my at where you used to work, and I still work on uh-huh. occasion. For some reason, they don't have like a 
a real live translator, yeah. like English, I mean, Icelandic to English, or even English Icelandic. They don't uh-huh. have somebody that, does, that just does that. Just does that, yeah. And so they'll put it through Google Translate and then ask me to make it sound good. Yeah. But Google Translate don't, also doesn't know. Mm-mm. So I'm left like... Google Translate is really good in getting better at a lot of it's different gotten languages. Better. It's gotten better. But not at Icelandic. It's it just doesn't have a, the material for it. It's gotten a little better at Icelandic. But there's still some things where I'm like, this don't make no sense. And then I'll ask the Icelanders, and they're like, I'm not sure what it was what. And I'm like, really? And so then I have to call you, and yeah. then you're like, sometimes even you're like, hold on. And you're like, let me consult my linguist friends. Hold on, just one second. <laughs> and then like five minutes later, oh, okay, okay. I mean, real... Now we know what they're trying to say. Real, like, real translation, unless it's just like almost automatic language, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, but like real translation is quite difficult. It's hard. It's not easy. Because even sometimes <clears throat> when you're native in, in the language you're going into, you start questioning whether like, wait, is that the way you say it? Yeah. Is that, is that, is, yeah. is that right? Yeah. Do we say, do we, do we say it? <laughs> is that something we actually say? Now it sounds uh-huh. weird. And then you Saying Google it. Saying it over it, and over again. And then you Google it. And of course on Google, mm-hmm. every permutation of every possibility is available. Yeah. So you're like, well, that doesn't tell me anything. Yeah, it doesn't help at all. <laughs> um, yeah. But Sky will get him. Yes, but the lagoon itself, the so it's like a it's in Copavoda, on the water, which is the suburb just due south of us. Yeah, it is on the water. I think, I mean, it's in a previously super industrial area that's being revamped. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it is still very industrial down there. This is the very beginning of the revampification, and there's also some apartments down there. There's people actually yeah. Now there's some apartments there, but there used to be just like a bunch of warehouses and like industrial warehouses, and there's a big factory down there. Yeah, it's so Icelandic. It's the Ora Factory, Mm O R A, and it's like the original canned food company here. And the amount of things you can get canned in Iceland—that's where you get your canned strawberries. (laughs) Disturbing. Yeah, canned strawberries. Why? That's the pinnacle of, like, Icelandic canned food, of, like, Icelandic preservatives. That's, like, that's just not one of those things you're meant to put into a can. No. I, first time I saw them was in my mother-in-law's cabinet. I was like, oh, my God. They're canned so, strawberries. Why would someone put that into a can? And I went to my husband. I was like, they're canned strawberries. And he was like, yeah. I was like, you don't can strawberries. <laughs> and yet. Yeah. I mean, every culture cans different things. In Germany, they have a whole bunch of canned sausages. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's, I, think, I find that quite odd. To you can do? a sausage. Well, like Vienna sausages. Same the same thing. Vienna sausages are a novelty. Yeah. No, well, I, yeah. I mean... In the U.S., they were novelty. In yeah. Germany. I told you, I saw that girl on the train. Yeah. We're talking on the subway. Crack open, like, it wasn't a can. It was a jar. The uh-huh. sausages. Pull out. She pulled out a jar, pulled out a fork, and went to town on her sausages. <sighs> Just right on, on the, the train. train. I was like, this is the most German thing ever. <laughs> Public co- sausage consumption, yeah. like right out of a jar. Yeah, man. I was like, Where, where's your beer? Go ahead. <laughs> go all the way. Don't let me stop you. I mean, I think every culture comes up with ways to travel with their favorite foods. Mm. In America, we, you remember when we had Gogurt? Yeah. Remember, I don't think Gogurt has disappeared. Do you remember what Gogurt is? It's yogurt in a tube. It's yogurt for people on the go. Yes. That was their, like, slogan. It's That's great. That's yogurt for people on the go. But, yeah, but America's is all about convenience. Who has time for con- for traditional yogurt? Yeah. Not I. <laughs> I need I mean, a go-gurt. I, I, I need something to just, like, industrially squirt it into my mouth. <laughs> but we um, were talking about Skylar. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. So, like, the... Like the the thing is, like, you pass the big aura factory, and they have, yeah. like, pictures of their favorites on the outside. Like, 
Like, the thing that they sell the most of here, I think, is their canned peas. Mm-hmm. Which are, like, English peas. Yeah. But they're so gray and starchy and overcooked. Mm. It's just mush by the time you open up the can. But, man, people here We've discussed it in our Christmas episode. Ooh, it's rough. And they got, like, a cement plant out there. I don't know. It's really industrial. Yeah. It's like there's a giant bus repair place out there where, like, buses in various stages of decay are just, like, sitting around, blossoming Mm. into, like... Like rust mountains, it's just it's a it's a rough place. But then there. there's a lovely little sign. No, you, you to like, let you know that you're at a fancy resort type situation. You emerge out. I mean, you feel like you're <laughs> driving through like a really rough neighborhood, and in Iceland, there's not like a whole lot of rough neighborhoods. There, let's be clear, there are no rough neighborhoods in Iceland. No, but like this, this is like as, as close <laughs> as it I gets. I mean, for real. So you you get out there, yeah, and then you get out to the end of the peninsula, and it's like this beautiful like. Artful spaceship has landed on the end of the peninsula down there. With a turf roof. With a turf roof. And, and we, like when a, we say turf roof, we mean it's like a roof that it's like a grass grown on it. Yeah. Like old school Icelandic houses. And like I think on the outside there's also like piled turf. So yeah, they have, have the like, a, like a wall, like yeah. a turf wall. I forget what it's called. And everything's there's a like, word for it. Everything's super asymmetrical mm-hmm. and like rounded and like weird doors and like lighting schemes and yeah, different. Yeah, it was like, very dark. Yeah, it's very very on dark the in there. I think that's supposed to give you like the feeling of luxury, you know. Yeah, but they haven't got luxury. Quite they haven't. Quite. They're calling it like a luxury experience, but is it luxury? No, no, no it's not. I it's mean, nice. One thing they do is that the there's no kids allowed. Yeah. Which is unusual for Icelandic swimming mm-hmm. complex because normally well, that's like a place where kids go and play. Yeah, exactly. But there's no kids play there, and there's been some women who've tried to go topless in there too. Yeah. Um, they, they can. Always, no, they, they've they've been called out for it, but maybe they changed their policy. They have changed their policy. That oh. officially happened after all the hubbub. Um, they still have a bar in the water, mm-hmm. and yeah, they have these like really nice. I mean, the changing room is the nicest changing room. But in wait, but wait, let's go back. But nicest changing room in Iceland doesn't mean translate into luxury. Matters, no, so. but so the first thing that was not a luxurious experience was uh-huh. getting there and standing in line. A huge line. That's not what you get with a luxury experience. Luxury experience, the people come out to meet you, and they call you Mr., Ms., whoever you want to be addressed, and they personally take you into your luxury experience. They're like, oh, this person will take this from you. You need to go, you know, go this way. Let's check you in. And then you carry on, and somebody offers you some water with lemon in it Mm. and a bathrobe. And you're like, oh, yes, please. That didn't happen. I stood in line for like 15 minutes. Well, at very least, the bare minimum is like at least open all the registers that are there. Yeah, I mean there's, there were, like, there's only two of them, and I, or three. There's three of them. Only the three, two were open. The three of them when we went, there was a, one that was open. Uh, yeah, and then there were like ten people standing at the side of the registers, like talking about something. Yeah. So they clearly had no people to like open all the registers. They just didn't do it. And then it, they told everyone individually individually at the check-in, like, oh, you know, this is, you know, you go over here and you do this. It's like, no, 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 check them in. And then somebody else takes them and tells them what they, needs to happen. Yeah, so it, keep it moving. Yeah, make it more efficient. Yeah. So you, And also so you feel like uh, your time is... Is precious, is yeah. It's precious. Yeah, 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 so you're yeah. not just standing in line. Yeah. Well, once we got into the changing room, the changing room was like Icelandic style where it's just like a bank of lockers mm-hmm. and everyone's changing their own clothes. But also no towels. Oh, like yeah, the towels. They expect you to like bring your own towel. No, but the thing is the towel is for you to, like when you come back in. Yeah. But like when you go to shower, all that, there are no towels. Yeah. It's when you come back from the Sky Lagoon experience, then, then you, you can, can pick up a clean towel. towel. Yeah. 
it was me and some other woman. We're like, you know, in the changing room, walking around naked, like, where are the towels? I was uh-huh. like, did you find a towel? She's like, I don't know where the towels are. We go into the shower, and the girls are like, oh, the, the towels are over there, like, when you come back in. And we're like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I think <laughs> most foreigners aren't used to, like, just, like, hopping around naked. No. And only using a towel for, like, drying off your wet body. Yeah. And that's clearly what they want our, you to do with Sky Lego. Our, um... Oh, by the way, we went for, like, the cheapo. Mm-hmm package oh yeah you can do two we also did the cheaper one i think oh but you know what ours was that was what we got for working on the project they gave the cheapo <laughs> thanks guys i don't think it was the the luxury one good guy. the super good luxury job, good i forget job, what job. the levels are no it's just two i think right yeah but i forget what they were called pure is that what it was and i don't know luxury i don't know something like that ritual yeah it's like the ritual and the something else i don't know the one you get like unlimited um like you get a private shower yeah and i think you get unlimited scrub stuff well they said there was a private shower in the in the basic one too but then you walk in and they have like saloon door showers yeah so like basically from the mid chest up (laughs) you're bare and from like just like mid thigh you're bare there's like a teeny tiny flappy door yeah, which for Iceland is super private for your shower. Totally. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it before. But, like, all it took was for someone to, like, walk by like quickly that. and, the, like, the flippy flappy doors go bloop, 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 yeah. bloop, 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 I mean, they do have something like that at, uh, what, you go, what you call it, Blue Lagoon. And the shower heads were turned in such a way that you couldn't, like, turn around to face them. So everyone had to, like, turn around and face each other mm. when we were showering. And it was very awkward because everyone was just like, no eye contact, no eye contact. <laughs> Please don't make eye contact with me. I am naked and you can see. <laughs> But uh, they did have some nice soap in there. Yeah. I and did like the products. I got to say, the soap and the scrub. The products I did, really nice. I did like those. And they also, oh, we can do an ASMR water yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just going to pour some water. I mean, we're talking about Sky Lagoon. Okay. Um, they had some nice products. And they also had like a really nice lighting scheme, too. Mm-hmm. Like the entire thing. Mm-hmm. I thought it, that may even feel like very luxurious to me. But it was like a wet floor. And, like, you can tell that people would just try to use as many towels as they get their hands on. Because mm-hmm. there were just, like, wet towels everywhere. It mm-hmm. felt a little bit rooty, too. Mm-hmm. It might have just been the men's room. Yeah, no, I mean, that totally could have been good. <laughs> but you think you'd have, like, staff them to, like... Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we went when, just as they had opened. So maybe it's very possible by the time the people who are listening get mm-hmm. there, maybe they will they have smoothed some kinks, out yeah, some yeah. of these things. One thing I do like, and it's definitely an improvement over the Blue Lagoon, mm. is that it's purpose-built as, like, a spa lagoon. Mm. Whereas the Blue Lagoon was runoff water from this power just plant. happened to, <laughs> happened they, to be and, there. And they were like, let's charge a mission, you know? <laughs> this one, they built the whole thing. So, like, there's water flow. There's, like, cleaning yeah. systems. Mm. The thing, the whole, everything, the entire time we were there, it was pristine. You mm. know what I mean? The mm-hmm. water, at least. And that's not the case of Blue Lagoon, as you know. Oh, it's got, no, it is like that now. Is it much cleaner now? Yeah. Is there not human hair? No, like, there's not. We've had this discussion many times on the podcast, Jonas. I just can't There's no more I'm human hair. traumatized. To last clearly, to, to, clearly to it messed with you. But <laughs> I think it's nice the way they have it laid out, too, because it doesn't feel like it's been landscaped, like it's been stonescaped. Yeah. It feels like that stone was like chiseled away and they made it. Yeah, but they... But they didn't, right? No, it's man-made. Yeah. Even though they didn't want to say that in the copy. They were like, don't say it's man-made, but don't say it's natural. <laughs> what are you supposed to say? Just nothing at all? It's just be like, yes. We just be fond of that way. Crafted, I think, is what oh, we ended up saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does. It does but feel it like... it looks like real rock. 
Exactly. That's that's the thing. Like the finish on it is really good. That you mm-hmm. can't when you look around, it doesn't. It looks like natural rock face. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like they've, it's been chiseled. It doesn't look like it's been poured like concrete. Or yeah, like you come out of the changing room, like you go down the little stairs into the water, yeah. and you're surrounded by these cliffs, and you just kind of wind your way through, and then opens up into the, the infinity pool. Yeah, and. The water, like just the ocean. Yeah, it opens up to the ocean. So it looks like you it, it just goes on forever. Yeah. And you can go up to the end and sort of lean against it and look out into the water. And then across, you can see Bessestad, the presidential residence. And nice. if it's a clear day, you can also see the eruption. Oh, that's right. You yeah. can see the eruption, too. I totally forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. We, we went on a beautiful day, and there were sailboats out there. Mm-hmm. And I felt like a fucking Kennedy. It was great. Oh, God. I had a gin and tonic in my hand. Did you then get in your car and I, ra- I ran people? someone over and oh, no okay. one stopped me? Okay. <laughs> Full Kennedy experience. Um, yeah, but they do have the. I really enjoyed the in bar. I mean, the in water bar. <laughs> I was expecting the prices to be astronomical, but they were just like normal Icelandic bar, bar prices. But and you not also they get, go up. You get after a free time. beverage. We didn't get a free beverage. You done? No, uh, we had to pay for ours. I think you do get one free beverage with. Well, maybe with your package. Maybe. And there's also a waterfall, like a little yeah. little waterfall. Yeah. Then there's another turf house where you can experience the ritual. Of the ritual. There's a cold pool outside. I mean, the idea of calling it a ritual was a little bit... There's, they were stretching. They were stretching a little bit. Yeah. But the idea is you go into the cold pool, then go inside into the sauna, which is inside this little turf house. And the sauna has huge windows. Oh, th- that is one of the most impressive saunas I've ever Looking seen. Looking out into the the bay. And it's not grody. It's yet. Not yet. yet. <laughs> it's all wood. Yeah. But it was quite slippery. No, but the panoramic window is not wood. No. That's like plexiglass. Or no, I'm talking right? about the floor. No, but what I'm saying is like that that window, it looked so clean and and like transparent. Yeah, they're going to have a job keeping that clean. Yeah. Because it's right do, on the water. Yeah, exactly. Through it's, a winter. Yeah, it's gonna get. They're gonna have to find a way to clean it from the outside and the inside. Yeah. But the way they have it set up now is really impressive. Yeah. That really is one of the most impressive saunas I've, I've been in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then you go out and. Then but it wasn't give you super a, hot. No, no it wasn't super hot. But the it was view hot was enough. Nice. There was another hotter one in the back, the steam sauna. Yeah. Because that was a dry heat sauna. The one. Yeah, that's that was in a front. steam. There's a steam room and a sauna. Right. Right. So the sauna wasn't very hot though. That's fine with me. It's just like you just got out of the cold pool. Yeah, it's that's just what I'm like saying. it's like oh, it's nice and warm. That's what I'm saying. But it was also slippery as shit yeah, it was super, in there. Yeah, wow. I saw three people eat like, it. Almost top, yeah, top wood. Yeah, yeah, eat it, eat it, eat it. Just <laughs> I mean, combined with like the plexiglass window at the end, you know, there's that's just like that's just <laughs> a disaster waiting to happen. That is a Kennedy accident. <laughs> no one gets charged. How unfortunate sort of accident that's gonna happen. <laughs> Wait, wait. So you go into the sauna, you go cold pool sauna, and then there's like this wind tunnel of a little space you're supposed to go into after the sauna. Oh, wait, where you get, there's like cold mist that falls yeah. on you. I was like, they really could have just had that be like an outside, like you just walk outside for a little bit, because that's kind of Iceland. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, on, a, on any given on day. On a day. It's just going to spit smit, yeah. like, mist at you. It's like super, it's like cold spray and like wind, and you're just like, ah, ah, baby, stop. And then you do the scrub. <laughs> when you walk back in, too, they're like, uh, invigorating? And you're like, eh, I guess so. But they plant the seed in your head to be like, oh, yeah, I liked that. Yeah. It was bracing and refreshing. But then they hand you this little bowl yeah. when you get inside. And it has 
oil and salt in it? Is yeah, it? it's a it's a blend of herbs and spices. salts and oils. Herbs and spices. Do they KFC yes. you real good? They do. Yeah. And you just grab it in. Don't put it on your face, though. Just put it all over your body. Yeah. And then you go sit in the steam room, which is, like, very spacey. And if you thought the sauna was slippery, everyone has been going in there with their oily, oily bodies. Yeah. You gotta walk slowly, and you yeah. can't see shit. It's super foggy. Oh, it's so foggy you can't see anything in there, and it's very, very slippery. Yeah, but it was nice, like just sitting in there. Once you well, once you get your bones down yeah. on the yeah, seat, yeah. and you feel like mildly safe, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and my skin felt really good after. I was like, ooh, that yeah, was that nice. That sunscreen worked really well. It was exfoliating. Mm-hmm. Like you rinse off before you go back out into the sky lagoon. Yeah, the it name. feels good. I like this, the shower room they had in there, too. Yeah, it was nice. It had, like, old-fashioned like, candle. I don't know. Everything was wood. I felt like I was in Finland. It was nice. Is it? Okay. You didn't like it? I didn't think it was Finnish. That didn't get, it didn't give me a Finnish feel. It gave me the Finnish feel because, like, everything was made of wood. Instead Where? Of the, in, the, in that shower room. And, like, once you, like, are showering the oil off your body mm. and the salt, that one felt, like, really, like, rustic to me. Like it was someone's grandfather's okay. sauna or something like that. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about now? No. Okay. Well, I that, mean, I remember going in the shower. I don't remember it being wood in there, though. Yeah, they had, they had like raw wood panels. I mean, it wasn't really raw, but like the surface of it was kind of rough. Okay. And they had like old pipey, like, yeah. for like, uh, and the knobs were like old, yeah. timey. I don't know. It just, okay. I, I, I just liked it. It felt like, you know, do you remember like Brooklyn and like the 2000s where everything was like in the, the 19th century? Mm-hmm. Like handlebar mustaches and like, craft cocktails hipster. and all of that yeah like you're saying it's culture. a hipster shower yeah it was a, exactly it was like a hipster <laughs> shower like they made it from like reclaimed railroad ties okay that, like that 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 I can see yeah 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 yeah. That, that was the read I got from mm-hmm. it because they had someone different design that whole hut on the out, on the outside that was mm. uh, like that was like one person's design project mm. and then someone else designed like I don't know the changing rooms or something like that. yeah but the little hut you gotta that's like a big part of it and I feel like a lot of people didn't go into the hut Really? No, a lot of people just like, oh my god, first of all, influencer mecca. Oh, yeah. So many people were influencing. Yes, yes. With their selfie sticks. There was, uh, I, I don't know what makes me think they were, oh, where were they from? I couldn't tell which language they were speaking. It might have been Vietnamese. There's two girls. And they were taking turns, like, doing the posing like they I think we were sitting like in one section and we moved and they like went over there because it was close to the big window in the sauna uh-huh. and they took turns like doing like the little silhouette pictures and the blah 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 and I was like are you actually enjoying this or are you just doing the, the pictures but I mean I guess that's like an actually, eternal question for all influencers like yeah. do you enjoy your life at all or is it all just like played out in, yeah. in, in your like feed yeah but I mean you know do you but this is what happens everywhere now yeah and any, any sort of new thing in Iceland is going to be just, like, flooded with influencers. Yeah. Anyway, I think a lot of them, because you couldn't take pictures inside the hut, mm-hmm. were just like, why would I bother to do that, you know? Mm. Oh, they were taking pictures. You're not supposed to. Ooh. Yeah. Well. Also, tough place to bring your phone. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because there's just, like, hot moisture everywhere. Well, I thought they, I think they had one of those things, like, the, you know, the little bags, like, they give you at the blue gum. Oh. No, I don't know. I haven't been to the Blue Lagoon like in the era of smartphones. Yeah, that's how long it's been since I've been there. Yeah, that's why you I was just, so, that's why you so like. I was so Blue Lagoon. No, was, it's disgusting. I was wrecked by it last time I went there. It was so gross. I'm like, what are you talking about, Jonas? It's fine. It was like the Motel Six of like 
of like Nordic spas. Yeah. Oh. It's it's improved greatly. Okay, Let's just good. say that. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Um, yeah, so that was Sky Lagoon. It was fine. Yeah. It was nice. I was worried about everyone's um, cocktail glasses because we're in the pool. Oh, but yeah. And they were plastic. They were plastic. But they look like. But there's nowhere to put them, is the thing. And so then there's this poor person that has to go around with a giant bucket collecting plastic cups. Yeah, it's not classy looking at all. No. They should find a, an option to the bucket. Yeah, I don't know how, how you. I don't know what you. Yeah, I don't know how you would solve that one. Like a tray. I think a tray would be fine instead of a bucket. No, I'm just saying, like, there's nowhere for. Once you've done, you're finished your beverage. Oh, yeah. If you yeah. don't take it to the bar. Yeah. Like, it's just scattered about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I'm we, not, we I don't care about the person taking a bucket to clean up the shit. Because uh-huh. it was like, it was a nice bucket. It was like copper or something. Uh-huh. But I'm just saying that they have to do that. Because, because you can't put it anywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of. Uh, I just. I don't know whether I would go right now. Because, I mean, in COVID times, I feel like mm-hmm. you're so mashed up and close to everybody in there. Mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot of space to like sort of be. It didn't seem myself. super crowded when I was there. It was pretty crowded when we were there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't uncomfortably crowded because they keep it capped the mm-hmm. number of people that can be in there at any given time. But, I mean, they were at capacity. Yeah. When 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 I went, so, yeah, I don't know. And then the two days after, we were there. They had a. Oh yeah, that's right. They had a COVID case that came mm-hmm. out of there. But yeah, I mean, I hope they do well. But also, I hope that they're super responsible because they've got a place where there's lots of people gathering. Yeah. And probably not being very safe. Getting drunk in the water. Yeah, I mean, there's alcohol there. There's just, like, people right up in your face there. If you go inside the little hut, you've, you're definitely next to, like, a oh, bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. And in a sauna, too. Mm. It just seems like... Mm, hot virus like, juice. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it seems like just, like, a giant Petri dish, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I love that they're like, they're like, we take every precaution to keep you safe. And there's like a girl with a bottle of like 409. <laughs> they're just going around. Spritz, like, spritz, 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 spritz. This is for show. <laughs> That's the sound of me clinging. Yeah. Um, but overall, in non COVID times, I would say it's, it's a good Oh, yeah, definitely. It's a great experience. I don't know that we're ever going to have non-COVID times, but yeah. <laughs> no, maybe like lesser COVID times. Like the, when we went, there the, were very the few infections. Yes, yes. Yeah. And down times and the, the dips and the waves. No, but I feel like you're right. We're getting around to the notion. We're coming to terms with the fact that this is just here to stay for a long, long time. Yeah. Just gonna have to go for your booster every now and again. And the chief epidemiologist was saying that you know, like, we should get used to like at least the next year and a half of having these limitations. And then once we've gotten through like a year and a half to two years, yeah, we'll probably have something in some iteration. <laughs> but this is life now. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it down, Jonas. Sorry. Did you hear what they do in New Zealand though? Now. What'd you say? Did you hear what they're doing in New Zealand? Now? Yeah, I was like, New Zealand is not fucking around. They've got one COVID case. They're like, shut it down. <laughs> shut it down right now. Everyone, go home. <laughs> Did you hear that? Got one. I'll, I'll call you and you can come Stay out. Stay in your house. <laughs> go to the grocery store. Go home. <laughs> yeah, for just one for just one case. Yeah. And even though they did that, 21 cases the next day. Yeah, because they knew. Yeah. They're like, it spreads like wildfire. Yeah. They're saying that the, what is it, the R0? Like the rate of infection, like that one person can infect other people. 
like for the original virus was two. So one person would infect two other people. But they say for the Delta variant, it's eight. One person can infect eight people. Oh my God. So while the original virus was just just like exponential, which is like your usual like growth rate, it's quadrupled for the Delta variant. Wow. So even though they didn't know what variant this person had, this infection, they were like, if it's Delta, we're fucked. Yeah. So shut it down. Makes sense. Yeah. But I wonder what's going to happen here now because, so what everyone's talking about now, not to take like a right hand turn into COVID town, Mm -hmm. but let's just talk about it. Because we're we're in COVID town as we speak. Is yeah. the thing. Towards, I mean, most for most of them for June and July, mm-hmm. things were pretty easy. We yeah. didn't have any infections at all, and life felt very normal here. Actually, mm-hmm. um, we had very few limitations. Did we have any limitations at the end? Yeah. What couldn't we do? I can't remember what it was. I think it was gatherings for two hundred. I think that stayed in place, right? Maybe no. I think it was like five hundred. Maybe was it? Because I remember when they knocked it back down to 200 people were like, 200? What are we supposed to do now? Yeah, it was ridiculous. And, well, everyone was going to the stores without masks on. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there was literally no infection in the country, you know? It was great. That was more like just a hot second, though. No. Yeah. It was, like, it, was, it was June and, like, most of July, I think. Was it? I think so. No. Because when we left... It was towards the end. Shit started picking up by the beginning of July. Before The beginning of July? Yeah. Because we left on July 9th. And I'm pretty sure things that started picking up then. Well, it's right when my mom was <coughs> She came to visit this summer. Yeah, that was the beginning of July, right? They were, I guess it was. Um, they were, uh, yeah, our infection numbers were heading back up pretty fast. And they didn't clamp down then. Oh. Cornbread went down the wrong side a little bit. Go I'm ahead. I'm sorry. <coughs> I feel guilty because it was my cornbread. I'm just going to talk like this because there's cornbread stuck in my <sighs> trachea. I mean, there's worse things that could be stuck in your trachea, to be honest with you. It's true. Um, yeah, but they didn't clamp down when like the when the infection started to spike again. And then, of mm-hmm. course, things have just been awful since then. Over yeah. 100 infections every day. Or most days. We haven't talked about this bird situ- bird beard situation, Jones. What's going on? It's just anxiety. Anxiety beard. Externalizing. That's a nice anxiety beard, though. It's lovely. Yeah. yeah. Carry on, sorry. That's what I was just gonna say. I was gonna say they didn't do, they didn't do anything, and then they didn't do anything, and they didn't do anything. And finally, they did a little bit, but it was sort of like too little, too late. It's been way too Kanye shorty for me. Yeah, and now and then the the preschools have been back for a while, mm-hmm. and they're just shutting down one yep. after the yep. next. Yeah, because they'll have an infection and they'll send everyone into quarantine. Because it seems like they aren't aren't doing the little bubble thing in the kindergartens. No, fortunately, they're doing it at my kids kindergarten because oh, there was an infection in one of the classes but the other classes didn't have to go to quarantine yeah. because they'd been separated and they're going to do that at our big kids school yeah they're separated into three sections so if something but happens in one section do they straddle a section or are they both in the they, same yeah both of my, my kids straddle a section yeah. two sections two sections yeah they're in the curtain yellow no green and blue We stayed around here for the most part. But y'all went early in the summer. You we did. Somewhere. We did. And it was when things were great. There was yeah. zero infections. I had gotten my first vaccination. I was mm. waiting to get my second one. And it was one of those cases where, like, you love living in Iceland because we called the health clinic out in the east where we were going to be. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I got my notice that I'm supposed to get my second vaccination 
but I'm not going to be in Reykjavik for it. And they're like, mm. no problem, we'll just move it out here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like Blockbusters, where you can just return to any <laughs> Blockbuster, and it's fine. They'll just like ship it back to like, the store. just showed up to the clinic, and it's like, hey, it's me, Jonas. Can I get my shot? Can you get my shot now? Mm-hmm. No ID, nothing. Just like, poke it right in here. <laughs> and they did. They, they gave me a shot, and it was fantastic. I didn't have any reactions. and it was, it was To the just second really you didn't have a reaction? No. I didn't have any reactions to anything. You got your second shot yesterday, right? I, mm, well, you Tuesday. got your booster shot. On Tuesday. Because I got the Janssen, which is the Johnson & Johnson one. Your, for your original one? Yeah, which doesn't have a lot of coverage. And so they offered us a booster, and I got a Moderna. And both times, like the first shot and this one, I just felt exhausted. Yeah. The next day, just like so tired. Right. So I just like slept all yesterday. Well, hopefully this did the trick. Hopefully, so hopefully this will do the trick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, what, what did you feel about getting the, the Janssen? Did you feel like, why are you giving me like the one that doesn't have the good coverage? I didn't really care by that point. Yeah. I was just like, okay, whatever I can get. Yeah. Because it's not time. like I could do anything about it. Yeah. Because even if I rejected that one, <clears throat> because it was just before summer vacation, I wouldn't be able to get another, what, you know, what other thing they, other offers, oh, I can't even say it right. I wouldn't be able to get another vaccination until now anyway. Right. If I re- if I said I didn't want that one. Because the whole healthcare system went on summer vacation. Exactly. So a much deserved summer vacation, by the way. So if I said, "Oh, I don't want that. I don't want that one," I would have to wait anyway. Yeah. So why not just get it, have a little something, and then I got the booster now. Uh-huh. So I don't feel like it worked out. But you know, as soon as the as, uh, almost as soon as like the healthcare sector went on vacation. The infections started going back up, yeah. and they had to be like, "So we know you guys are on vacation, but we're gonna need yeah. everybody to come back now." Yeah. Sorry. I mean, I know I said it last episode, but I really feel like they made a mistake of just of not testing people as they're coming in. Does it matter? I feel like it shouldn't matter where you're coming from, if you live here, if you're a tourist. Yeah. I feel like everybody should just get tested. Absolutely, and it's just if, seems- you, if you have the vaccine, haven't had the vaccine, whatever. It just seems like people were so chomping at the bit yeah. to get tourists back in the country that they swung the doors wide open. It was open. just like too much. It's too much. Yeah. And they knew that Delta was out there. Yeah. Because if you get tested, so even if you have the vaccine and you aren't showing symptoms or whatever, you won't be going spreading around to everybody else. Which is what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just hold your horses. Just chill out. If it, they'd just done a little more slowly. Just I'd a little so bit. so rash. How many times have I said this? <laughs> If they hadn't been so rash, it just it just needed a, just a little bit more time. Just a to be honest bit. with you, I mean, not that anyone has done a very good job. Mm. I mean, maybe New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand's not fucking around. No, they're really not. And I think they even have a big tourist industry there too. Don't yeah. They? Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. I'm really curious. I feel like there's so many parallels with Iceland that I feel like we should be following New Zealand's playbook. What are they uh, doing over there? Normally, they're the ones who are, that everyone's always talking about. Like, oh, aren't they smart the way they've done that? Yeah. Like, oh, they're so, look at their literacy rates and like everyone's so happy. But for some places. reason, Iceland is following the, the American playbook. It's like, no, 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 no. Uh, if you have a notion, United States is on fire. Yeah. It's a dumpster fire. Yeah, I know 45 is not present anymore, but our whole basic system. Not great. No, not working out for us. So maybe try a different way. Yeah. But I do hope that things 
I hope that people can come to terms with with the way that with living with some limitations. Yeah. Because the worst thing we could do right now is just to be like, well, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Let's or just, let or it just like travel where you live for yeah. now. Yeah. There's no need for extraneous international. Just like, oh, I just want to go somewhere travel. Well, everyone is up in arms because the chief epidemiologist just made this radical statement, mm. which was the tourist industry was saying like, we can't function anymore because. Mm. You're limiting the number of people who are coming into the country because we don't have enough infrastructure to like test everyone who's coming in. Mm-hmm. And the chief epidemiologist was like, why don't we only limit the number of people who are coming in based on how many people like we can like safely let into the country? Yeah. And it, people are just up in arms about that. It's that he would suggest that we limit things based on like how much we can actually tolerate. Because that's never been a consideration before. Mm-hmm. It's never been a consideration in like, what are the after effects going to be? Mm-hmm. Let's just like get as much money in here from tourists as we can. Yeah. And there's this one politician, Sigrid Anderson. Mm. She's uh, in the Independence Party. Oh, she used to be Minister of Justice until like the European Court of whatever ruled a bunch of her judicial appointments completely illegal. Mm. So she had to step down as as. Uh, Minister of Justice, but she she's like one of those people who are just like this is crazy. Like we just have to like open everything up. We just can't let this virus destroy us. We can't let we can't let Iceland's values be like deteriorated like this. Say this sounds too American. It sounds like Republicans. It sounds like the right. Oh, I know. It's just it's all too familiar, isn't it? Yeah. Acting like we're, it's fear. It's like, oh, don't let fear control you. It's like, that's not what's happening. It's called reason. Yeah. So I'm going to step back. <laughs> yes, we did go on a vacation this summer. Mm. We went to the east. Yeah. Where the sun shines all summer long. Apparently. Yeah. And it did. It felt like we were going abroad when we were there. Mm. I mean, apart from like the prices for things but you know like <laughs> the, the, the climate made it feel like we're going to rug. and also there's a huge forest there too mm-hmm. so we spent a lot of time for, for Iceland it's a huge forest like the biggest forest in Iceland uh huh yeah which is not very big but yeah. <laughs> it's lovely yeah it was it was really lovely when we were out there it felt more like Scandinavia out there with all the pine trees mm, you know I mean? there you go there you go um, so we stayed at this farm mm-hmm. called Mjolnes and it was fantastic they had these beautiful open fields. They were close to the water. Mm-hmm. We went hiking up to um, waterfalls and went hiking to the mountains. And the kids just like played all night long. It was great. Yeah, it was really really nice. We went to Eilstad. See, so you got some sun. You got some summer. We did. We did. Early on, we got, we got, we got some sun. And we got some summer. We went to Eilstad, which is like the big city in the east, big town, town in the east. <laughs> dial it back. Dial it back. Dial it back. And there's all these little fjords over there, the east fjords. We went to Borkevir Eistri, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. There's a huge, like... Uh, Full of puffins. Puffin, yeah, rock out there. You can go check mm-hmm. them out. And we went to a bunch of the swimming pools in the different towns, and I just really enjoyed it. Oh, we went to this place called Moleria. It's Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. And it's like a hippy-dippy organic farm. Mm-hmm. And they had the best lunch I've had in a really long time. Everything was super fresh. And they just, like, they grow, like, barley there and their own lettuce and, like, everything they make right there on site. It was great. So you had a lunch of barley and lettuce. It was, no, it was it more was than that. There was, like, there was, there was, like, all sorts of, like, vegetable salads and, and, like, 
May I finish? It's barley. It wasn't just barley and lettuce, but they did make a lot of th- different things with barley. They had like barley risotto and they had barley mm. soup, barley juice, mm. barley burgers. What <laughs> <laughs> lettuce on top? Um, but they had like all different kinds of lettuce and they had root vegetable. Mm. It was great. It was really, really good. Um, but then later we found out that like they have a lot of foreign employees there and they don't treat them very well. Um, I mean, that's what we've It's like the I, horse farm situation. I, I don't know if it's true or not, but that, that's, that's the word on the street. That's unfortunate. Yeah. We also went to this, it's called Klistus, I think something or other. It's like a, it looks like a medieval house, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's this writer who for some reason had all this money. Okay. And he had this house built out there hmm. that looks medieval, but it's not at all. It's just designed to look that way and it's really odd. Okay. Um, and in the basement, they have a buffet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which is why you go apparently. I was like in the basement what they got in the basement but they do the same thing they like make a bunch of like really fresh food from like local farms and mm-hmm. stuff like that it's good there was a little house in one of the towns in the east that we went to in the east fields oh which town is it it's the place oh my gosh it's in the Puffin place but the, uh, but there's, but the town has a different name doesn't it like the town that's there it also starts with a B no uh, I can't remember I'll look it up but anyway so in that town <clears throat> There's this very old house, like this, this tiny little turf house. And apparently in the basement, there's a well. A well? A well. Huh. I was like, what? we didn't go into it. We like missed the opening time somehow. I was like, oh my God, I want to go in there and see the well inside this tiny turf house. It sounds like the beginning of a horror story. Yeah. That sounds terrifying. I know. A well? A well Cause in you the know basement. Who, you know who else had a well in his, in his basement? Yeah. What's his name? Oh, well, oh God, what was his character's name? Buffalo Bill. There you go. James Gum. Ooh, it puts the lotion in the basket. It puts the lotion on the skin. It's <laughs> the house again. <laughs> um, that's terrifying. Yeah. I didn't get to see it. I wanted to see and take pictures. I did not. We but, stopped. We, but we did see the puffins, which yeah. was crazy. Yeah, it's that, that that was that was pretty great actually. It's like thousands of puffins, yeah. and like right next to you. Yeah, they come up. They, they come up right. They just nuzzle you. Yeah, they just nuzzle you. They right it, next practically to you. with the fish in their mouth. Yeah. Now, when they have the fish, they go right into their nest because they don't yeah. want another bird to steal it. It was actually they've been in, I think on not endangered but like in like at risk. At risk. Endangered? Yeah, at risk or something like that for a while now. Oh, but they just said this year that they've been able to like get their populations back up so they're no longer at risk. Isn't that great? That's fantastic. Something Buffins. good is happening in the world. Look at that. That one thing. That, that one thing. Hold on tight to it. That's true. Hold on I'm tight. I'm trying to think of other good things and I think... Nope, that's the one. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, yeah you're uh-huh. right. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to some other... We went to Save the Spirit, which mm-hmm. is also fantastic. You come down this valley, and mm. there's like waterfalls. It looks like an Irish Spring commercial, and you get down to the bottom, and there's this cute, cute, cute little town. Yeah, with a bunch of shops and old we houses. We didn't go there. Yeah. It was on our list, but we didn't make it. They have a bar there that's part that's like that's like mostly closed down, mm. but it's called Babylon. <laughs> that, that was so great <laughs> oh, for this like God. tiny, like rustic little like Icelandic town. Babylon. Yeah, it sounds so. Like what stays and what happens about Yeah, it sounds so. Uh, what's the word looking for? You know. Well, I'm crazy. Babylonian. Babylonian. It sounds so Babylonian. <laughs> Who knows what happens in, within the four walls of Babylon? Ooh. They had a food truck there. Oh, we oh had my a, gosh! We They're had an just awesome so cosmopolitan. Mm. No, I really did like. I think Sailor's Food might be one of my favorite little towns. That's also where the ferry comes in. From. 
Denmark? Mm. Scotland? Ireland? I don't remember. I think it goes to all those places. Yeah, I think it it's does. It's called the Norrena. Mm-hmm. Have you ever taken that ferry? No, never. I've never even been to Seyssel before. This is my first time going to Seyssel. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. But it's also where those huge mudslides were that just devastated oh, right. the, the town. Uh, was it last year? Or was it two years ago? Or three years ago? I have no sense no, of time anymore. No, I think it was last year. Okay. Yeah. And they have a nice Rainbow Street. You know, like we have the Rainbow Street up here? Yeah. There's tons of well, on the Instagram. It's all over. Yeah. Little Rainbow Street and, it, and there's like a little powder blue church. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's like the that's like the picture people take on say yeah. yeah. Super cute. They have a good sushi place there? That's what I've heard from uh, Shruti. Oh, yeah. Correct. Yeah. And the food truck. Don't forget the food truck. And the food truck. And it's just like a nice place to like walk around, too. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. It looks very quaint. Yeah. Super cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was one of our favorite places that we went. We went there. We also went to... Es- There's like a three cities that are three towns that make up one... I think it's called Fjordabig. Mm-hmm. That make up one municipality. It's Eskifjordir, Northfjordir, which is also called Neskjordir. And Reidafjörður. Mm-hmm. So we went to those. And that's kind of fun too. You just drive deeper and deeper and deeper. And you get further and further and further into, into these little eastern fjord towns. Mm-hmm. And there's, one of them has a swimming pool. One of them has a library. You know, they all have like little things to stop and see. Yeah. Yeah. The town that we stayed in, in the east fjords, in Bakafjörður, it was a village of 75 people. You mean people. in the west fjords? No, east. Patiksfjörður? No, Baka. Oh, Bakafjörður. Where is that? No, Bakakerði. That's the town for Borgafjörð Eistri. That's not where we stayed, though. Oh, okay. Where did you stay? Bakafjörð. I don't know. I know. 75 people. <laughs> it is super... It wasn't super tiny. It was a rustic... We'll say it's a rustic farmhouse. There's like no... There... It was that... That was it. Well, you know what? No, there's a lighthouse out there. And we took a walk out to the lighthouse. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's not much up there, eh? But it was, we like took day trips from there to oh, different they, they places. Oh, the gas station. That's literally the only thing that's on the map. Yeah, that was it. And they have, they do some fishing. There's some fishing happening there. Like fish, uh, there's a harbor where fishing boats can bring their fish in. Huh. And a gas station. That's about it. Yikes. And then there's the lighthouse. Oh, there's a lighthouse there too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sheep. Everywhere. I can imagine. Yeah. But they have there instead of people? Do they have what? Is that what they have there instead of people? There were a couple of people. Is it like Children of the Corn, except it's run by sheep instead of people? (laughs) There was a campsite there, too, which is weird. Yeah. Well, it looks beautiful. I mean, I'm sure people would want to... If you want to get away from it all, that's a place to go. That's... Yeah. We were definitely away from everything. And there were little... Like, where the farmhouse was, we could, like, hike down to the water, take walks on the... Not really. Rocky Beach. It's like just giant boulders. It was beautiful. I have everything on the Instagram because I we just went everywhere. We did a ring road type situation. We did the ring road too. And I have to say, I really enjoyed it this summer. Yeah. Well, I, that last stretch getting home. That's what I was going to say. Because I tough. feel like we went north. We stopped outside of Ocarina at a friend's house, a uh, summer house. Went to a couple of the spots near there. What's that one? Ausbirke, is that what it is? Yeah, Ausbirke, the hoofprint of Stegner. The hoofprint. We went there. It's beautiful. We went to the the sound. Well, what's it called? The sound Canyon. Uh, has all these super amazing formations, rock formations. Oh, we went there too. Yeah. It's called Low. No, Low. I don't know. The one that we saw was like. 
calling on basalt, but it like thinned it. Nicholas, what's the name of the place we went to? Kjolde Kletar. Kjolde Kletar, yeah, okay. Oh, but yeah, it has all these crazy rock formations in it. I didn't have my camera, so it's not on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. I didn't have my phone with me. We also saw Dati Foss this time around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first time we saw it, too. As well. Apparently it's bigger than Kutlos, but what mm-hmm. I didn't realize is that I, I had no idea. I can't tell. It looks just, it looks like a giant it waterfall. It has a higher flow. Oh, like that's why it's more powerful? Yeah. I more just, water goes through it. I felt like it was very similar to going to Kutlos on much, mm-hmm. much further away. Yeah. It, it has it, similar vibes. It was the same sort of thing. It was like you can sort of see the top of it falling down. It's like a very deep canyon. Mm-hmm. But like there's so much mist and blowback that yeah. like... Yeah, they're so, like, you can stand on the side, and then the wind blows the mist one way, and then it brings it right back in your face (laughs) from the other side. It's unexpected. I want to see, there's that film, it's called Prometheus. Oh, yeah. And apparently a bunch of scenes were filmed there at that time. So I want to go back and see that now and see if I can... While we were there, a tourist went over the railing to try and get a a shot with his camera. He went down close to the water. And (laughs) Snorri video, like, did an Instagram story on him. He's like, look at this idiot. (sighs) It's like, dude, isn't that your shot is really not? Are you? Do you work for National Geographic? Like, why? Instagram. Like nobody's gonna see it. Nobody cares. He might get. He might get some likes. His friend. I don't know if she was his wife, his girlfriend, just a friend. She was like, dude. She was like, what are you doing? There's no. She was like trying to stop him, mm-hmm. and he was just like, whatever. Well, I just feel like I feel bad for the search and rescue teams. Yeah. Who are then like, all right, we'll come save you. Just hold tight. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't kill yourself. Stupidity. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And they're not even paid. They're not. They're volunteers entirely. Yeah. I mean, part of me wants to say kudos, job well done. Also, another part of me wants to be like, let him go. (laughs) This is his own damn fault. Yeah. He very Uh deliberately went over there. It was no accident. It wasn't like, oh, I didn't know. He very deliberately went Uh over the guard and over the railing and right up on the waterfall. He didn't die. It was his lucky day, I guess. No, most of them don't. Yeah, most of them don't. Including, like, the couple who took their newborn baby out oh, into Jesus the lava? Christ. Yeah, that was ridiculous. What on earth were they thinking? Oh, no, man. The lava's crusted over right there, but it's not thick. It's like an eggshell. the thing is, from the pictures, you could see the steam. Oh, my God. You could tell there was hot lava up. coming from beneath where they were yeah. walking. Yeah, so it was like, yeah. Yep. And that was beautiful. Yeah. More Instagram people there. Yeah. We were trying to walk in there, and this guy was like, can you wait a moment? Because he wanted to take a picture of his girlfriend, Mm -hmm. making it look like there was no one else there. They have, like, tools you can use to do that. So we stopped, Mm -hmm. let them take their little pictures, and kept on walking. But apparently, because Nori had his big camera there, was also trying to take pictures. And after we'd gotten, like, out of view of their shot, like, they stayed there, like, taking pictures. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know, other people, like him and another guy, were trying to take photos, too. Like, we're waiting. There, he At one point, he, he just had to be like, other people want to take pictures as well. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, you move along? And this, he was just doing with his phone. Uh, yeah. It wasn't, you know what I mean? Not yeah. that having a big fancy camera, get, but he was taking forever. Like, you just need... Did he, did he finally move? Yeah, he moved, mm-hmm. but only after they were like, hello. Yeah. Hello, other people want to take pictures, too. Other people want experiences. No. Oh. That's another place where 
they might need some assistance from the national park system. What do you mean? Just getting out there, like it's just a, like on some farmer's land. Oh yeah. And so people are just kind of tramping all over everything, like walking out there. Which side, which side did you go to? The one that's easy to get to, the one that's hard that you have to take a long walk to? The walk. Because like, we, we didn't go to the platform. We took the walk. And, like we went down. Yeah, okay. We went down into the canyon a little ways before it. Like before you get to the actual canyon and like walked the platform side is very well set up. Yeah. I mean, you have to take sort of a dirt road to get there, but once you get there, there's bathrooms and mm. there's a shop and there's lots of parking. Oh wow! And the platform is really well built. You feel like very safe going. Yeah, they need to do some work on the other side. Yeah, but the but apparently if the only view to protect, is not as good, right? To protect the land, because yeah. I feel like people are just kind of doing whatever. Yeah. And the person who owns it is just a you know just a farmer, yeah. you know. And that's a lot of land to try and manage and manage people being on it. Right. Yeah. But, but it is beautiful. Well, and that, that was that's one of those places that like has come up in like the last couple of years yeah. because it's been so popular on Instagram because it really is odd looking. And it's one of those places that you can photograph and you can see how odd it is. Yeah. There's several of them, places like Tatifos and Petros, mm-hmm. where it's so big. Yeah. And the angle that you approach it by is just so odd that you can photograph it, but you never really like get the sensation of mm. like, standing next to this gigantic like water exactly. thing. Yeah. yeah. But there you can like be in it. Mm. We went to Yokozono again, the glacial like, That's what it was. That's when we were talking about stupid tourists. We went there again too, and there were some people, once again, on the fucking ice. Oh, in yeah. the lagoon. There wasn't a very much ice in the lagoon. And there, there was, was none on the beach. There was an enormous amount of ice when we went. And I remember thinking, like, it's crazy that this thing just keeps on going. Because the first time I went was probably, like, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps going. It just never stops. Those icebergs just keep on going. I mean, obviously, they will get to the end. Well, it had, And we might begin to the end quickly. Well, I mean, we did slow down because there, there wasn't much there yeah. when we went. But I don't know if that was just because... I don't know if it was... To do with it being warmer or colder, I don't know what it was, but there weren't very many icebergs in the lagoon, yeah. and there was nothing on the beach. There was there was lots of ice on the beach when we went, and there was lots of there was lots of icebergs out in the lagoon when we went. I'm sure it's just like a day by day thing; it changes. Yeah. Oh yeah, we went to this cute little museum, uh, Bushtefeld, and what town is this in? It's just one of those like farm museums, like somebody's old farmhouse. Oh, wait, was this this is in the Westfields? East. We went to the east. We I, didn't know, go to I know you went to the east, but I've just seen I've seen this place before and I thought it was in the Westfjords. No, it's in the east. No, I didn't see it. So this is like this family house from... I'm going to look up my post because it's like from the like early... No, I didn't put it on here. More than 250 years of history, so however long that is. Like they, <laughs> they added on to the house like, you know, like as the family grew and... The last person to own the house um, had decided he collected all of this stuff from different farms uh-huh. because he decided early on that he wanted it to be a museum. So it's a turf house, and they have all this old shit in it, uh-huh. and they have different rooms that are like at different eras. Like you have the super like dark dirt floor, like old school Iceland parts, and then like just like somebody's. Like early 20th century bedroom that has, you know, like the shortest bed in the world. A little teeny tiny bed and a little <laughs> washing basin next to it, and then like five baby beds because everybody's sleeping in the same room. 
But no, it was really nice. I feel like when I go to historical things like that, especially the ones in Iceland, mm-hmm. I'm always surprised at how recent they are. Yeah. Like the dirt floor one. Yeah. Like sometimes it'll be like 1930. <laughs> like, what? What? That's what people were living like that? That's crazy. Where it's like, oh, the first carriage comes to Iceland, 1875. <laughs> and you're like, really? What? what? That's the first one, really. Um, it's like, well, before then, we didn't have roads. <laughs> it also makes me just feel very grateful that, like, we got here now. Because yeah. if we think, you know, like, our selection of, like, you know, broccolini is difficult. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Like, like when your Icelandic cousin brings you back, and I'm like, we're going to live here now. Oh, There's a dirt God. floor and a wash basin. Would you like some fresh cod or dried cod? <laughs> Uh, we also have salted cod. <laughs> Don't forget that one. Um, Pickled. <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Does that exist? I'm sure it does. You know what they do. We know what they do have canned cod. Yeah. Because if you love it, can it keep it forever? Mm-hmm. Keep it close. On the ready. We also saw one reindeer. Oh, we didn't see any. No, that's not true. We saw an enormous number of reindeer. Which is a one. We were like, where's the rest of the herd? Why are you just out here by yourself, dude? We were walking like way back behind the farm we were staying. And Mm -hmm. we were like sort of approaching the reindeer. And we were like, oh, the reindeer, let's go see them. So we were walking closer. And then all of a sudden I realized I was like, what, maybe, maybe. Maybe we shouldn't get too close to them because they like kept looking up at us and like one was pawing. Well, they're wild animals. Well, and I realized I was like, oh my God, you know, those horns are... Sharp, actually, and we kept on getting closer and closer and closer. And I just remember thinking, like, eh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe we're just enjoying it from here. I think it was probably a good call. They're herbivores, but they don't fuck around. Yeah, that's right. Just think of moose. They look so busted. Because <laughs> in the summertime, especially, they're, and they're so just just shetty. Like, yeah, they're like shetty. And they have like <sighs> giant swollen knees. It just looks like it just looks like they're tired. Like, like Santa Claus has worked them hard. I don't know. This one we saw, it was kind of nice looking. They don't look like mighty beasts to me. They just look like... Yeah. It's too hot. Yeah. Yeah. But the East was great. Yeah. Because we went to Vespinade again, which we talked about last last year in another episode. And we sort of did a lot of the same things. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it holds up. It's still a really fun place to go visit. Mm-hmm. But it feels very much like Iceland there, right? Yeah. The east, though, there was sun and there was warmth. Yeah, it did not feel like I was like, There were a couple of times I was in just like a t-shirt hiking. <gasps> Me too. I wore shorts when I was there. I know. It was crazy. Yeah. It's the first time in my life that I ever thought, could I have worn shorts today in Iceland? Sure enough. It was crazy. Again. Oh, we went to Hengifoss, too. Have you been there? <coughs> yeah, we, we the place we were staying was really close to Hengifoss. Except we didn't get as far as you did because they closed mm-hmm. part of the path when we, when we got there. Oh, you know why they did? Because we walked up there and right oh, was at it, the water falling rocks. Yes, so like there's there's a hike and you know it's not a terrible hike. It's a little steep. Yeah. But there's a hike and then there's like a wooden path leading up to the waterfall yeah. Yeah. on the wooden path. In two three places, the wood busted because a giant rock had come crashing down from the surrounding cliffs yeah. and smashed into it. And by the time you notice rocks coming down, I mean, you have time for an oh shit, and that's about it. You can't yeah. really, like, get out of the way. Yeah. We were like, but the, it looked relatively fresh. Maybe it was from when it was closed when you, y'all were there. Yeah. And they still hadn't gotten around to repairing it. No, they, uh, they, they just said, like, enjoy it from here because it's too dangerous to do anything else. Yeah. 
And when you touch the rock over there, it is, it's very, like you can just like tear, just tear off some rock. Yeah. It's, I don't know what kind of rock it is, but it's very brittle. Like dried mud. Yeah. You're basically walking on like a giant pile of dried mud. That's what it seemed like. <laughs> and there are these huge boulders up there. And so we saw them in the path. We were like, oh shit, keep an eye out. Yeah. If you hear anything, if you see anything. One thing I want to recommend when we went out there is that we went deep into the valley there along the river. The big river there is called... No, well, it's just like the giant river that's out there. It goes through a, a Airstyle as well, I think. Oh. I can't remember. What I, can't, I should know what it's called. Well, we also went to the northernmost town while we were out there, while we were in the north. There's tons of driftwood out there, too, along the coasts. Apparently, like, from Russia and, uh, I guess, Finland? I don't know. But all there's tons of driftwood that washes up there. And they make, like, fence posts out of it. I wish I could remember what it's called. And it's also where they have the, what you call it, Arctic Henge. Arctic Henge? What's that? Yeah, that, the... Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah, built sure. rock formation. Yeah. Apparently, it's just made out of concrete and shit. And it's not complete. So it was kind of a wah wah when we saw it. But if you get it at the right angle and there's northern lights, you can very, it's very Instagrammable. And there was a cute little cafe in that town. What is it? What's the name of the town? Roivarhop? Oh, Roivarhop, yeah. Cute little cafe. And the Arctic Kinch. Some people say it's the most depressing town in Iceland. I didn't think it was all that depressing, but it was a bright sunny day too. (laughs) So the river there is called Lagafjot, Mm -hmm. and there's like the myth of this like giant dragon, Loch Ness monster sort of thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't Which know we that. never saw. I wish I'd known that because we went through Ale Stunter too, and I didn't. The river's the river's big, and it sort of dominates everything out there. Everything's sort of built around it. Yeah. And like in that valley, and the then kids would have loved that. Well, to you like would, stop with the binoculars and be like, Can the bridge, we see it? the bridge that you take across the river to get to Hankyfoss yeah. is like supposed to be where people sighted all the time. We saw nothing. Well, it's funny too because like there's lots well, we of also stories didn't know about that it. We could look. But there's lots of stories about it through the ages too. It's like something mm. that keeps on. People keep on saying that they that they see. I don't know if they've heard the older stories and they just keep it going or like what it is. Anyway, yeah. um, so we got we, we, we got down to the river valley and you keep on going and that's where Skreiklust is, I think, the, the the fake old looking building that I was talking mm-hmm. about. If you keep on going, then there's a museum down there called the Wilderness Center. Mm-hmm. And it's not very big, but they've done it in such a cool way. They have like dioramas inside and it's like handicraft sort of dioramas. It's mm-hmm. like someone's passion project. Okay. That they've just gotten totally dorked out about. Isn't that everything in Iceland? I feel like a lot of the museums in Iceland are like that. Yeah, but a lot of them aren't very well done. I mm-hmm. feel like this one was, was like really well done. And they have an audio guide that's really good. Oh, wow. And there's lots of comedy in it. It seems like whoever was like um, like Wes Anderson's production designer mm-hmm. also worked on this house somehow. Mm-hmm. Everything is just so, is so like precious, but sort of tongue-in-cheek at the same time. I don't mm-hmm. know. I was really impressed with the whole thing. If you go even further, this is my probably my favorite part of the whole vacation, mm-hmm. is there's this, like, uh, I don't even know what you call them. It's like a box on a cable, and it goes over oh, the river. Oh, yeah. What do you call those? I don't know. A cherry something? 
Is that what it's called? No, cherry I don't picker? Know. No, it's not a cherry picker. I don't know what you call that. Those things must have a name. I hear they call it a gondola. Or a gondola, yeah. I, an I guess aerial I can see ropeway that. or an aerial tramway. Cable car, gondola, gondola lift. Anyway. I, I think gondola is probably the closest. But you get into this wooden box and you have to so pull you yourself go? across. Oh, yeah, of course. Because they've set it up as a new one so people can try it. Mm. So it's made for people to, to do. Mm. Uh, so everyone in the family did it. We all went across. And then when you get across, there's an old abandoned, abandoned farmhouse. It was like abandoned in the 80s or something okay. like that. And it is scary as shit inside there. Like the floors are falling in and there's an old refrigerator inside there. Oh, my God. It was terrifying. There's a lot of abandoned shit out there. I, I, but I've never gone into one before. This one, everyone in the family walked into. Well, we there was one near the farmhouse where we stayed. There was an abandoned house, but it was just full of sheep and sheep shit. Oh, really? Yeah. This one had a lot of animal shit in it, but there were no sheep in there. And you could tell that like people had sort of camped out in stuff. I don't know. The whole thing looked terrifying. Like, <laughs> stuff of nightmares. See, what y'all don't see is that Jonas is smiling with glee as he's saying this. It was terrifying. <laughs> he's like smiling. But it was fun that like we had something to to go to when you, like after you did the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the cable car. Anyway, and that was all free. It was great. It was all just set up out there, and you could just go basically. Mm-hmm. We there was an, an abandoned village we went to. It's like super way up north. I can't remember what it's called. I put it in my Instagram. An abandoned village. Yeah. It was abandoned just after the war, I think. Uh-huh. It was in the 60s. I can't remember. Oh, wait. Is it? Is it? Is it like... Oh, wait. No. Because there was an abandoned region called Hortnfjörður. No. Hortna... Hortstandir. Skálar. 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 Okay. I don't know. Um, but there was... It's been abandoned so long that there's like just the footprint of buildings. Huh. And like maybe a wall here or there. So it wasn't quite as spooky. Okay. But it was still... Still kind of cool. Magnificent oh. views because then it's just like water. Yeah. It was like in the middle of nowhere. You couldn't really farm there. And I think it was bombed during the wars or some something exploded there during the war. And people were like, why are we living out here in the middle of nowhere <sighs> where you can't really farm? Why are we doing this again? So people just eventually left. Like, Fuck <laughs> this shit. But now it's a tourist destination. Well, I think all and they all, have bathrooms. <laughs> I would say all, all, all in all, it turned out to be a really nice summer yeah. for having another summer in Iceland. Another summer in Iceland and just not staying in Reykjavik. That was the key. I think that yeah, that was that, that's definitely <laughs> key, which we did not do enough of. We did not get enough of like getting outside of Reykjavik. Although we had to, we had plans to go outside Reykjavik, but we had to cancel them because of infection stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it never. Uh, it never occurred to me that we were going to leave this summer. So I didn't have yeah, like, expectations we didn't that we were going to go. Yeah. So we just, we, I feel like we didn't have any like yeah. plans that were dashed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And who knows, this might be what our next summer is like too. Yeah. Because we really want to go home for Christmas. And I got to say, I'm feeling a little like, oh, are we going to be able to go home for Christmas? Or yeah, is it just Texas is be... like the last place I want to go. Oh, I just really have, want to see the fam. You have kids, both of your kids are old enough to get the vaccination though, right? No. Is it your youngest is 12 yet? No, he's not 12 yet. And they're being pretty strict about it here. Yeah. If you aren't 12, because the vaccination dates are for next Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. And if you are not 12 by that Tuesday midnight, you ain't getting yeah. a vaccination. So. <laughs> On that note of stress. <laughs> oh, wait. No, but yeah. so speaking of our winter plans. Yeah. We have winter plans. Why not? To stay sane. Oh, yeah. What are you going to do to do that? 
I'm doing... A, oh, that winter plan, yes. That winter plan and my other winter plan. So I, I made... I had two plans. I was like, you know what, this winter, I'm not going to go crazy in the darkness. Thank you, by the way, for pulling me up on this life rope. No problem. Yeah. You know, if I have an idea, I'm going to share it. Because I'm like, this is, can get real dark, especially yeah. now. Literally. And yeah. figuratively. Yes. In all manners of darkness, it no. can get that way here in Iceland, especially in these times. Not to sound like everybody else in these trying times, but that's what it is. <laughs> so what I did, because, you know, we've did our little knitting tutorial. That's an ASMR drum roll, by the yes. way. Um, I went out and bought a bunch of wool so I can do some more scarves, so I can do some knitting in the dark, yeah. light a candle, do some knitting. And then I've also been watching on the YouTube. I started, well, I don't even know how I found this. This role-playing game um, channel, Dimension 20, where they like do RPGs with actors and improv people. So they're, you know, really engaged and really entertaining. And I was like, you know, I never played d and I kind of want to play d and I want to try it. And I was like, Jonas, you want to play d and And you know what he said? Hell yeah! So we got a bunch of people together. We're going to uh, do D&D this uh, winter. That's going to be so exciting. We got a DM, someone who's experienced. That's that's uh, that's 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 like Dungeons Dragons chat for Dungeon, Dungeon master. master. I mean, if you're not strictly playing D&D, you could call it a GM, just like a game master. Right. If you're just doing some other form of RPG, which is a role-playing game, that's that's the extent of my like no, knowledge. No. You've read so much of, about this. You're so prepared. I read the one booklet. Yeah. And I've watched a lot of these shows yeah. on the YouTube. Like, I've gone deep. They're so entertaining because it's combo storytelling and gameplay. And I really like that. It's going to just keep us through the winter. It's going to keep I us I think it's going to be some social interaction, creating something. I think it'll, I think it'll be good. So ne- next time we update you guys, we will have been knee-deep in. Hopefully. We'll have our characters ready. We can tell you about them. Yeah. And her RPG life. Yeah. How the story arc is going. Yeah. I'm kind of excited. I'm, I'm I bought dice. Oh, that's right. You did buy dice. You mail ordered dice, which is even better. Yeah. I bought dice. And also, I registered on Beyond D&D. And I have three sets of like virtual dice. You can roll dice on there. Uh-huh. So like if you don't have... You can do a character sheet and have your dice rolling online, like virtually. Uh-huh. So if we do like a Zoom call... D&D session. Yeah, we can do live dice rolling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited. Awesome. I'm, I'm very excited for it, too. Yeah, we haven't had our first prep session no, but where we, we discuss, like... We're doing lots of prep for the prep. Yeah, we got to prep because we don't know what we're doing. So we got our winter plans. We had a lovely summer, despite yeah. everything. Oh. We're ready. We'll keep you updated on the D&D. Yeah, that's going to be... That's going to be... What we're going to come back to you with. Yeah. We planted the seeds, or we will reap the benefit next. We're going to slowly tra- transition from like an Iceland podcast to like a D&D podcast. Yeah, I like it. Because we don't have anything else to say about Iceland. No, no we don't. <laughs> it's like, and that's Iceland. Because <laughs> now we're getting to the point where we're like, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we talked yeah, about we that. that already. Yeah, we yeah, talked we about, about that, that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, though. We're still in Iceland. There will be more new things happening. Why? Because we're the stars of our own show. Well, Lydia. We're on the Lydia show. I'm just an extra. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> bless, bless, y'all. Bless, bless, y'all. Bless, bless, y'all.